Welcome to the Misadventures of the Young Adult Podcast. I'm your host, Doreen. On this eighth episode, we're going to be discussing what it's like to be um, a part of the gender norm, meaning that you traditionally go with the cisgender that you were born with. So we've got different stories here today that I hope you guys will really, really enjoy. So stay tuned for that. Merry Christmas to all of you guys. I really hope that you're enjoying this festive season with your family and your friends. I, on the other hand, got a chance to travel out of the country, so yeet. And yeah, so my last two weeks have been pretty chill, honestly. I finally finished my my my, my, my terrible internship. I'll tell you guys more about that later on. If I ever do, I'll probably write a blog post about it. But otherwise, I'm finally done with that. I've traveled out for Christmas, got to spend holidays with my significant other and is just thebomb.com and yeah that's basically been me the last two weeks just finishing off my working from hell and finally getting the time to relax and spend it with some pretty dope people that i know and care about and yeah that's been my last two weeks you guys should share your last two weeks with me i'm really interested to know what your plans are for this festive season Every year, one thing that I kind of like to do is highest high and lowest low. And I'm thinking, let me do the same with news piece. Instead of picking something I saw in the last two weeks, let me just pick something that happened this year that I thought was very profound and amazing. And for, um, I was thinking, yo, let's end this year with a good note, great news. And I feel like one of the best things that I heard about uh, this year was basically when I found out that Ethiopia had planted one billion trees and they broke the world record for most trees planted in a short space of time. And the reason I'm so proud is because I live there. It's my people. It's my home. It's my home people. My home people. Homeboy, home people. Whatever. Because <laughs> you know how climate change is and how we're just like, save the planet. Mother nature is. Yeah, so I guess Ethiopia did its part in planting one billion trees. And I just want to encourage you today, if you're listening, um, plant a tree, you know, save the future if you can. Because then apparently the world's ending in 17 months, but oh well. To do or not to do a degree, that's the question. But yeah, that was definitely one of the best things I had heard ever. It's just that, you know, people taking the initiative to actively help the planet become a better place. So yeah, that's been the highest high in terms of news. For this week's story theme, we're going to be doing 
how I suit the gender norm or suiting the gender norm and this is basically you're born a cis male or female and basically how you live and exude your life so I picked two stories one male from a male perspective one from the female perspective and it's just trying to exude the point of you know I'm a woman and I embrace the fact that I'm a woman and so hence this is the story of a day in my life and same for men I was born a man and this is how I go through my day as a so these stories I found very interesting they were for sure to me so I really do hope that you enjoy them hi I'm gonna call myself Erin 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 is such a it's not a girly name and it's not such a boy name I think I think that's how they I don't know but hi I'm Erin I'm a I'm a girl a girly girl so to say if that's even a thing i don't know i've never really liked the term girly girl i mean i'm not a tomboy i mean i do like skirts dresses heels oh my gosh heels i love makeup nails i mean typical girl stuff quote unquote but it's hard being a girl um i don't know how to start my story but here goes whatever i'm erin and i'm a girl and i grew up with two older brothers and my two older brothers they're great they're very quote-unquote masculine but never really rubbed off on me because i spent a lot of time with my mom you know doing quote-unquote girly stuff i feel like every time i mention girly or masculine please just put the quotes yourself i feel like having making the reader have to put quote-unquote each time is just very tedious so you you'll you'll bear with me please and thank you (laughs) But yeah, that's that is my life. Um, I've got <laughs> two older brothers, and like I hung, I hung out with them. They're my siblings, of course. I love them. We just shower together and everything. Cause I mean, when you're younger, you don't really know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 me, Aaron. I love video games, and I feel like that's where my story really begins. This my love of video games. Since I'm your typical girly girl, as they say. Um, a lot of people didn't really expect me to be that great at sports or be into video games. They expected me to be into like more feminine stuff like, you know, I mean, I am into makeup and I'm pretty good at it if I do say so myself. I mean, Kylie, who you? <laughs> but I, I, I love video games. I like adventure. I like surviving, hiking, like all of that other stuff that makes a girl come across as tomboyish or macho and I never really saw it as that. So one day I remember my older brother had one of like one or group i don't know i don't really remember i just knew like there were three-ish four-ish boys over at our house and they were playing uh this game called need for speed and i love need for speed i used to play with him all the time and you know and i would always win because i mean whenever he was out and i was at home because you know my mom wouldn't really let me go out as much because she was worried for me um, I would play Need for Speed on my own, got really good at it, you know, like drifting, nitrous, and all that. And it's it's in my blood, I understand, gear shifts, and for the most part, um, I used to play Need for Speed Most Wanted the most. Like, we had all of them, I think, because my brother, he was a fanatic, so we had all of them. So, um, this is one day we were playing a game that was very similar to Need for Speed. Uh, it was called Gran Turismo, and I love playing Gran Turismo. 
and there was a multiplayer mode if i'm not mistaken i might be getting these games confused so please do not hold my word to it it was either need for speed or gran turismo whichever one it was i will look up later and i will let you guys know but this is my story right now <laughs> and there was a part where you could play multiplayer so split screen i get half a screen and one of my brother's friends would get half a screen and they were like there's no way you could win this and i was and then my brother was just like oh you you might not want to say that she's good and he's like there's no way so then we began racing and i won i mean because first i knew the track very well because i mean i played endlessly like mind-numbingly of course but everyone was in denial that i won because they're just like you're a girl you can't be winning i mean like what is this what is this phenomena like where like the matrix is broken like i didn't understand why me a quote-unquote girly girl couldn't just like video games i mean there are plenty of other girls i know who love video games who love the things that i love and we're considered pretty girly but i mean i don't understand why i couldn't just you know just win the game like any other regular person and his my brother bless his heart he's such a great guy he told my friend he's said his friend he's like my sister's good at video games leave her alone i mean she can dress how she wants she can be who she wants to be and if being video games is a part of and being good at video games is a part of her great personality then let her be good at video games doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing or how you dress or what you like or what you don't like if you're good at something you're good pursue it and if my baby sister wants to be the greatest video game player on this entire planet let her be the greatest video game player on this entire planet it doesn't matter i was taken aback that that's what my older brother thought of me I always thought I was just this like annoying little girl who was so good at video games and just wanted to like strangle me at the throat but it turns out that he really appreciated me for who I was and well that's a typical day in my life a lot of people think that I'm not as good as at some of these things because I'm really good at so many girly things like I guess I've got good fashion sense and I mentioned makeup earlier but it kind of made my life it kind of made me feel like I only expected to be one and not the other. So ever since then, I've just been trying to make boundaries anywhere I can. Like athletics, I excelled in so many sports. I excelled in my fashion classes too. I'm actually just um, studying a degree in fashion right now, but that doesn't mean I still can't kick butt on, you know, video games. I mean, like Fortnite, come at me. Call of Duty, who you at? Yeah, that's that's me and yeah i forgot to mention that the previous story was entitled video games and it was actually just told to me by word of mouth by one of my friends so i was just kind of trying to relive and reiterate, reiterate what she was sharing uh she's anonymous so like always don't try to find out who she is or you know where she's from or all of those other things but yeah our next story is from a guy and i found this story very interesting because i feel like it was not the kind of story i expected from a cis male and you'll understand after you after you listen to it and again um he just approached me and he just talked to me and i said can i share your story and he said yo 
you do that you translate it the way you want i want to hear it first but yeah i hope you enjoy this story and it's called pedicures I wonder what comes to your mind when you think of like a manly macho man like i'm talking like this dude is ripped he goes to the gym you know he's got pectorals everything muscle abs and whatnot but i feel like he is the sweetest guy i know one of the sweetest men i know i swear to god he he i don't know i feel like if you were to equate him to an animal he's like a teddy bear he's like a fluffy little koala who is just so lovable but then at the same time he's got the masculinity of like a gorilla so it's like a very big contrast to his personality so as i tell you his story from i think his perspective please bear that in mind my name is um i'll name this guy i'll name this guy rufus hey i'm rufus and i'm yo i'm your stand-up guy um a lot of my friends seem very funny very cool very what you know just your typical cool dude very muscular i love the gym i used to be fat when i was younger so going to the gym is basically my second religion so people can't call me fat so no more fat shaming but that's where my story starts being fat if you're a guy you know the pressure that you're under when it comes to how you should look as a man and sometimes it's really just hard to exude or find yourself. I remember when I was a younger lad, I was about uh, 12, 13, 14 years old. I was a pretty chubby kid. Puberty had hit me and I was just still really fat. And well, fat, like overweight, like even my BMI was quite worrying. I had a lot of fat around my heart and like my back like i was just like like if you can imagine like skin just like like body and rolls just drooping down yeah and i feel like when you hear my story you understand like the intensity of like the anxiety that i felt and how i kind of got through it all so yeah when i was younger i was really fat to the point where it actually caused medical problems and that was like the first time then i realized that my weight was actually something that i need to take care of I would go to the doctor and the doctor would give me pills, he'd put me on diets, he'd tell me to do certain exercises and I just couldn't take them seriously because in my opinion there was nothing wrong with me except for the fact that I get picked on all the time at school. None of the girls would want to talk to me and it just hurt my feelings that everyone would always see me as this big blob of a person as opposed to being or seeing me as an actual person. And sooner or later, my mom joined and jumped onto the bandwagon and she told me that I had to start working out or I was gonna die. <laughs> God bless her heart. God bless my mother's heart. She, she got my diet straight. She literally removed any remnant of sugar within my eyesight. She started cooking much healthier. Like our entire family, if you look at our family now, we look good. Cause my mom's just like, no, nope. If you're gonna get healthy, this entire family's gonna get healthy. She threw out a lot of our food. She started. We started buying like vegan, vegetarian, very, very, 
very good food. I will just put it like, cause for me, food, I couldn't tell the difference. And my dad, God bless him. He jumped on the bandwagon too. And he was basically in charge of making sure that I exercise regularly. And how he'd do it is he'd exercise with me because he knew that I was too socially awkward to go to a gym on my own. And I just felt very insecure about it. I just couldn't, I couldn't get myself to go cause I'm just this little fat kid. Then I had my sister. My sister, my sister, my sister didn't have problems. She just wanted to join and, you know, get that summer body. So now I've got my whole family on board and we're just <laughs> exercising and eating healthy because I might die. Like, it was extreme, but it was a family effort. And, like, in my first year, I lost about 15 kilograms and that was pretty great for me. Um, um, I was just, I was... I was just overweight now. I wasn't like superbly overweight, but I was just like overweight, overweight. So I knew the next year, 16, I had to make sure that I pushed myself very, very hard. A 16-year-old dude. And I mean, not that I was trying to get find a girlfriend, not that I was trying to go out there and be someone who I was not. I just knew it was important to me that I was proud of who I was and I was proud of my body. And I feel like that's something a lot of men never are never told is that you don't have to have six abs. You don't have to have like an eight pack. You don't have to have the buffest body. And coming from someone like me, you're just like, yeah, it's because you have it. But getting to where I am now took a lot of perseverance. And like this, to get my body took me about five years. I started, what, no, five? Wait, that's okay. Nah. Because I lost all my weight at around the age 18. So 18, I was just like regular weight. But I decided I want to be a bit more muscular. And then that's when I started going. When I started university, that's when I kind of started taking the gym a little bit more seriously. And I became the both dude I am now. But going back to when I was younger, no one really ever tells you that your body is okay. It's alright to have a few extra pounds here and there. So long as you know you're not unhealthy. It's all right to, you know, eat what you want to eat. It's all right to be skinny and, like, have those abs come up. It's all right to have an actual belly that you can, like, flop around and have someone sleep on, like, a pillow. No one really ever tells you that. And you always just feel the pressure to look like these supermodels. You always feel these the pressure to look like these bodybuilders. And for some of us, it's really not what we want. But since that's what everyone sees us as, you're always seeing the pressure. So now for me, whenever I see someone else who's really struggling with their weight and they look up to me and say, what do you do? I just, I just tell them, change your body for the right reasons. Change your body so that you will love yourself more, not that other people will love you more. Because making that subtle difference will make all the difference in the world with how you work out and how you train. Because if you're training because you want to love yourself more and you want to be fitter and healthier, you realize that you want to love your body more so when your body's tired, you will rest. When you want to work out and gain just a little bit of weight or lose more weight, you'll do it. But now let me get back to the title pedicure. So throughout this whole time, stressed out. I'm a, I'm a dude trying to lose weight. My, my sister doesn't really need to lose weight, but she's out here losing weight with me. My dad trying to lose weight with me. My mom, like, it's our whole family, everyone. And on the days when we get really stressed out, we would do the most uncanny thing as a family. Well, not really uncanny to me, but uncanny to probably everyone else who's going to listen to this. 
we would go out and get pedicures as a family all four of us men women included everyone was no one no one was no one is excluded from this so we would go to the salon and these the first time we went i'll never forget i was um 15 years old i had just worked out for the day and i was tired and i just didn't really feel like being there my body ached and then my sister was just like let's go get pedicures and my mom was like that's a great idea my dad looked at me and we we're like we're not getting pedicures but they were like no no trust me this will do wonders and from there we you get monthly pedicures with my mom and sister that's just our family tradition and now get this we get pedicures and manicures because it's just good it just feels great to you know take care of your nails take care of your feet take care of your hands make sure like you know they're healthy you know no dead skin and yeah so coming from a dude like me who's basically muscular who's basically got the ideal body type quote-unquote that society wants it's just important to realize that you know if you do want a certain body you can work hard and gain that body but the reasons that you want that body should also be evident if you want this body to impress others that's the wrong motive already but if you want this body to be healthier if you want this body to just exude that you will feel more confident definitely if you want to be healthier definitely if you just you know want to look better want to feel better about yourself definitely those are all great things but if it's solely for someone else's purpose you will never be satisfied with the body that you get even though you reach ideal weight or ideal body height or whatever it is that you're looking for so that's my story and that is the end of our episode thank you so much for joining me today i really hope that you learned a little bit more about what it's like for some people who quote-unquote suit the gender norm so some episodes that you can start looking forward to that you can put your stories in for are how you survived stressful situations as well as some love stories that you would like to share with all of us and the third one since you guys are on the podcast and actually listening is gonna be i don't suit the gender norms so if you're someone who identifies non-binary and and transgender this is the time for you to share your story about you know what's been up with you and what's going on otherwise please enjoy your christmas spend it with your family your friends someone you love and yeah god bless and i'll talk to you guys next year god bless all of you have an awesome time have a great day spend it with your family and yo cheers to 2019 can't wait to see you guys next year hey let's keep in touch uh you can follow me on my social media um instagram and twitter share the same username and that is at doreen mt so that is at underscore d-o-r-e-e-n underscore mt underscore or you can also email me at the misadventures yeah at gmail.com so that is T-H-E-M-I-S-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S-Y-A at gmail.com. I'm totally looking forward to interacting with you. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a comment, drop me a rating, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.